Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Uh, Ronan in the newsroom is going to stay uh, with us for a few minutes and Dan Cronin from Limerick Cycle Bus Campaign is on the line. We said we were going to come back and chat for a few more minutes uh, about uh, this uh, National Transport Authority plan and the Limerick-Shannon Metropolitan Area Transport Strategy talking about things like public transport, walking, cycling, their big focuses uh, of it and there is a public consultation underway which means they want to hear from you virtually, unlikely to be um, any public sessions in the normal way, uh, but uh, Live 95's Ronan Moyles has been looking at uh, the plan, and uh, morning again to you, Ronan. Morning, Joe. Um, so what's the purpose of uh, this long-awaited and pretty big document? Yeah, so under the, the national planning framework, it's envisioned that uh, Limerick-Shannon metropolitan area will become what they describe as the growth engine of the Midwest region. Um, it's protected the population um, in this region will grow and the associated economic growth will grow between um, up to 50% um, up to the period 2040. So this demand means and there will be further demand for people to move around. So they're looking to carefully plan, I suppose, to try and ensure the region is an attractive place to live, work, visit, invest in, and I suppose most of all, travel around. Right. Now, as I mentioned, this draft plan has a lot of length and a lot of detail. But can you briefly run through some of the big points? Yeah, sure. So cycling really plays a huge role in this. One of the main ambitions for the plan is to radically uh, transform the cycling environment so that anyone of any age will feel safe and confident uh, to enjoy cycling to work, college and school and other activities and things like that. So what is proposed is a cycling network totaling 184 kilometres, uh, of which 103 is to be cycle tracks and greenways that are fully segregated from traffic. Um, that's in comparison to what's uh, currently in place, which is a total of 34 kilometres of cycling infrastructure. So that's a huge uh, increase from 34 four kilometres to 184 kilometres. Now, under the strategy, cycling infrastructure will be developed along a number of primary routes. Uh, there's a, quite a few of them, but I'll, I'll try and run through as quickly as I can. So the areas they're looking at is Mungret to the city centre, being at Balnacurra Road, South Circular Road and Henry Street, also the Bally Simon Road, the city centre to UL and the National Technology Park um, along uh, sorry, Dublin Road, Old Dublin Road and Plassey Park Road. Then as well, the city centre to Westbury and Ardna Crusha along the Corbley Road, Cardavan Cross to Sarsfield Bridge via Cratlow Road, Sexton Street, High Street, uh, Belfield Gardens and Clancy Strand, Ennis Road to Sarsfield Bridge and Childers Road are the areas that they're looking to put much increased cycling infrastructure in place. Right, a lot in that. We're chatting to Live 95's Ronan Moyles about this uh, draft uh, metropolitan area transport strategy for Limerick and Shannon. And there's also a big focus on buses in it. Yeah, they see buses as uh, what they describe as an extremely efficient mode of transport. So as part of the strategy, they're rolling out a compre- or planning to roll out a comprehensive bus connects package for Limerick and Shannon. As part of that strategy, bus priority will be improved by reallocating road space, investment in advanced bus signalisation, developing bus gates and the acquisition of lands to accommodate bus lanes if that's required. Now, you'll remember, Joe, last year, um, a scheme to redesign O'Connell Street was approved by Limerick City and County Council. As part of that scheme, the potential for a full two-way bus priority 
uh, was incorporated into the planning uh, for the redesign of O'Connell Street. Um, so the, we, you know, they'll be obviously looking to feed that into this plan also. And I know you've gotten plenty of reaction because we had it in news this morning and you mentioned this morning on the show this idea of uh, closing Sarsfield uh, Bridge to traffic or to, uh, certainly to car traffic anyway is proposed and to provide a two-way bus priority cycling and walking only uh, lane there and also just a few other things. Priority signals and other measures will be looked at to ensure that uh, buses travelling to and from Limerick City Centre are not subject to undue delays on Tomond and Shannon bridges. So look at, they obviously look at mitigation to ensure traffic doesn't build up there. Right, there is an awful lot in this, uh, Ronan. There are also plans for the improvement of rail services locally. There are. Um, they're looking to move to higher speed and or electrification of intercity services uh, to and from Limerick. Um, they're also the NTA, Erin Road Aaron and both local authorities, Clare and Limerick, are both involved in this, intend to examine the feasibility of providing a dual track between Limerick Colbert and Limerick Junction to facilitate improved national and regional connectivity, as they describe it. Uh, the redevelopment of a Colbert rail and bus station also uh, to provide a more attractive, secure and comfortable experience for passengers. And just the NTA is also committed to working closely with the Land Development Agency to realise their objective that we spoke about before as well on the show uh, for the site at the rear of Colbert Station uh, to be redeveloped. Now that may include examining the feasibility of a bus only link behind Colbert on the Roxburgh Road and also enhanced pedestrian cycle and bus connectivity to the city centre. And um, the road infrastructure, it's being looked at as well in the region. Uh, just a couple of things. I think they're they're not re- the, the focus really is to try you know the cycling bus and and, and that kind of thing. Uh, but the the do of course have plans uh, for roads. They're looking to progress uh, the important road safety scheme as they describe it, including the N uh, nineteen Shannon Airport access road and the Limerick uh, Northern Distributor Road. Um, but really, like their stated aim in this is just to, to discourage traffic building up in areas and road space in Limerick City and Shannon is what they're looking to reallocate uh, by prioritising walking, cycling and uh, public transport use. And finally from you, Ronan, the public consultation has started? It has uh, started yesterday. It was launched, This was launched yesterday. Uh, it can be viewed at Limerick's council offices in Merchants Quay or at Dura Doyle until October the 16th next. Uh, you can also find more details on it um, at nationaltransport.ie forward slash public dash consultations. All right. Great stuff. Thank you very much for taking a look at that uh, for us. Uh, Live 95's uh, Ronan Moyle, socially distanced next door in the other studio. Anne Cronin of the Limerick Cycle Bus Campaign, uh, as I mentioned, is also with us. Hi, Anne. Um, Morning, Joe. So one of the things that's come up here, actually, uh, this morning is uh, this suggestion of uh, Sarsfield Bridge in Limerick City, that uh, eventually it would be a priority for cycling, and for two-way bus lanes, uh, but no cars. And for whatever reason, a lot of people not happy about it. Um, that's, and I can understand that because I suppose this is a new document. It's, um, first of all, it's a document that uh, many of us uh, have been waiting on and that I welcome its release yesterday. Um, this document sets the blueprint for the next 20 years about how we're going to move and how transport is going to move around the city. And I guess what the modal shift expectations are um, and what the targets for modal shift will be in the city over the next 20 years. So I think um, at the very outset, it's, it's a large document. I've not had the opportunity to go through it, but I think Ronan gave a pretty concise synopsis of it there. 
So thankfully, they're looking at all manners of transport and how we get around, um, you know, from cycling to public transport to larger roads and things like that. So um, I saw that there was some conversation around Sarsfield Bridge, and that was the bridge that was mentioned. I suppose this document, to put it into context, was written last year. So it is a document that was written pre-COVID, pre the programme for government and all of the, 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 the funding commitments that have been made there. So I guess the public engagement piece is really the most important aspect of this whole thing is that, you know, certainly to begin with, I think it needs to be updated in some ways because we do live in a time now at the moment and I suppose going forward for some time where um, we need more space and we have successfully, as you know, managed to um, keep the cycle lane on Shannon Bridge. So when this document was written and they were looking at, um, I suppose, cyclists and walkers and vulnerable road users um, that don't use cars getting into town and buses as well, um, Sarsfield Bridge was the one that was looked at in this document. But as we know, we now have a cycle lane on Shannon Bridge. So that might affect that. I'm not too sure. Right. But certainly... Um, yeah, because that's, that's interesting you should say that because if, that actually has caused quite um, uh, a negative reaction from some of our listeners over the last couple of days as uh, traffic builds up with schools back and all of that. People already saying, oh, you know, this cycle lane they put in as part of the COVID mobility plan guiding Limerick through uh, COVID on Shannon Bridge. Yeah, that needs to be got rid of is kind of the reaction. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because sometimes I think the argument pitched you know, us versus them and all the rest of it. And lots of cyclists are motorists and lots of motorists are cyclists. And um, I suppose I was... But I suppose the point I'm trying to make to you is if, if something like that, which, you know, you might see as a, a small measure, the, the, the issue of the lane there over Shannon Bridge, is causing that sort of reaction, some of the plans here are quite radical, you know, in, in yeah. a lot of people's minds. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call them radical, but certainly it is no small matter to have a bike lane on Shannon Bridge. I guess what we had up to a couple of months ago was 11 routes that passed that, that, that travelled over the Shannon, none of which allowed for safe cycling. So now we have one, which is fantastic, but it is no small matter. But what I have noticed from using it every day is that the volume of people using it is steadily increasing. I mean, we have a cycle bus, as you know, that uses it every morning to get to school. We have 40 people on that cycle bus this morning. You know, we have seen at least a 50% increase in the numbers of people cycling with us. And every time we're out on it, there's there's daily commuters. So it is absolutely no small matter to have that in place. But I can understand, because there has been lots of discussion about it and the impact on traffic and all the rest of it, that people would see that and then say, right, OK, what, what's happening with Sarsfield Bridge? Is there going to be another... Um, um, installation there so i don't know what i am saying is the document was written last year so well before there was any modification or the installation of a cycle lane at shannon bridge but i think it's more than that i suppose what we do need to look at is that all the primary routes that come into the city whether it's shannon bridge or sarsfield bridge or thoman bridge and um, and the main routes where people walk and cycle they need to be accessible for all ages and they need to you know right. if there are people that come into the city on cars that's fine that's fair enough but if there are people that would not use a car if they felt it was safer, then we need to be really targeting okay. um, safe um, routes for them as well. We're trying to Anne Cronin from the Limerick Cycle Bus campaign, but you seem to be strongly arguing that this plan, even though it's a draft and there's a public consultation to come, and as you say, that's a very important part, is almost already out of date because of the revolution caused by COVID-19. It is, to be honest with you. It is slightly out of date, and I think there possibly that might have been the first 
step to take was to say, right, okay, this was drawn up last year. What has changed? And quite a lot has changed because how we move about has changed. And as well as that, we have a new government and we have, you know, commitments from this government. There'll be $360 million annually spent on modal shift and on cycling and walking routes and things like that. So all of that has changed. And I think, you know, um, our commitment around climate has been ramped up. So none of those, as in my kind of rudimentary analysis of it now, um, is, is, is front and centre. And I think they really need to be... Um, okay, right. Well, listen. As I said earlier this morning, this is literally just the start of this. We've been waiting a long time to see this initial uh, draft uh, transport plan, and uh, we'll talk about it a lot on the show in the weeks and months to come. But uh, thank you very much uh, for your view on it uh, this morning. Anne Cronin of the Limerick Cycle Bus Campaign, and before that, uh, you uh, heard our own Ronan Moyles. Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live ninety five.